Okay, so Megan the Stallion isn't physically in the room with us, but Mother Fitness is here in spirit. This is going to make more sense in a minute, I promise. You're listening to This Modern Brand, the podcast where we pull the curtain back on some of America's most influential brands to break down their strategies, values, and innovations, finding takeaways for everyday marketers like you. I'm your host, Jason Parks, Chief Growth Officer at Barclay. A few decades of working in the advertising industry has given me a front row seat to the evolution of our business, and it's always an interesting conversation. Speaking of interesting conversations, joining me today is Julie Barr, SVP of Brand Leadership. She's one of the brilliant minds at Barclays steering the ship for our Planet Fitness account. Hey there! So yeah, our team has been super busy partnering with the Planet Fitness team to launch their biggest campaign of the year, the Big Fitness Energy Sale. And uh, you've probably guessed it by now, dropped a lot of hints. This is featuring America's OG hot girl, Megan The Stallion. Ah. The landscape of fitness was bleak. No Toxic instructors, shady scammers, <laughs> and fistful bakes. Cream and shot. Mother Fitness was angry. Megan the Stallion. Hello, my hot girl. Enough of this toxic nastiness. So she took her hotties to the judgment-free zone. Welcome to Planet Fitness, where everybody can work out in their own way. Listen to Mother Fitness and join today. Planet Fitness, big fitness energy for all. Where are my legs? I mean, iconic, right? It is. And so is the woman at the helm of this campaign, Jamie Medeiros, Chief Brand Officer at Planet Fitness. Today, we have the privilege of going behind the scenes of this work with Jamie. We're going to dig deeper with her on Planet Fitness's Red Thread, the concept of making your own Super Bowl, and Jamie's inspiring journey to the top of her field. I hope you enjoy. So first, Jamie, I wanted to talk about you and your journey at Planet Fitness, because it really is, it's pretty amazing and it's pretty unique that, I mean, you literally started at the front desk and now you've risen to the ranks of Chief Brand Officer. Talk to us about that amazing journey. Um, well, you're right. I've been with Planet Fitness um, for quite a long time. Um, I started at the front desk at our Concord, New Hampshire location uh, back in the year 2000. So it's, it's been some time. Um, and one of the things that has kept me here just is our mission um, being the judgment-free zone and making fitness affordable. But when I joined, um, you know, that strategy and that vision was really coming together. We had four clubs in New Hampshire, and we were really testing things out, testing the waters, figuring out what worked and what didn't. And we started franchising in 2003. And... Um, when I came on board, I was the sole member of the marketing team and we did a lot of radio and direct mail and we've evolved since then into, you know, really integrated campaigns, making digital a priority. Uh, but our mission has, has stayed the same to make fitness affordable and accessible to people. So it's something that's been an amazing journey and something that um, I'm super passionate about. That's crazy. I mean, it's an incredible journey that you've taken. And I, I might actually dig in there um, as we think about the judgment-free zone. As, at Barclay, as you know, our process is rooted in the idea that to build whole brands, you have to start by finding and declaring that brand idea at the center. That's what we call the red thread. The red thread guides, inspires, and connects every action a whole brand takes from marketing to business ideas. So talk to us a little bit about Planet Fitness's red thread and how you believe it permeates throughout the organization. 
the the amazing thing about Planet Fitness is that we we have a really purpose driven approach to our brand and the great thing about working with the Barkley team is you all do as well. And so as we started working together, really understanding how to think about the red thread and how to pull that all through. And so as we think about, you know, what we were founded upon, we're really looking at that, not changing it, but modernizing it. And so if we think about, you know, making fitness attainable and looking at some of the trends, whether that's with younger audiences or, or Gen Z and this idea of instantaneous, you know, demand and the, the fact that things are at everyone's fingertips. And so if we think about how fitness can help um, kind of fill that, we think about when you work out, you feel good. And so when we put our work together and we brief in, you know, our agencies, Barkley and others, we brief in with this idea of creating instant fitness fields. And so as we look at how we're communicating to the consumer, we're really thinking about that um, from not only the lens of advertising, but as we think about how that can, you know, inform our in-club experience or how that can inform how we show up digitally. And so working with that mindset has really helped our organization um, hone in on, you know, how we're going to go to market and being very consistent, um, again, not just in our advertising, but throughout the whole consumer journey and the member journey. That's great. Uh, I had the pleasure back in October of watching you and our chief creative officer, Katie Hornaday, on the main stage at the ANA Masters of Marketing. Uh, and since it is January and we're coming upon that time of the year where we get to enjoy uh, football and the Super Bowl, um, one of those five lessons that you mentioned was that you can make your own Super Bowl. Can you talk to a little bit? Talk to us a little bit more about that idea. Absolutely, um, Katie and I had the best time. Um, it is such a dream presenting with her. She's she's so amazing, and we did talk about creating your own Super Bowl. And one of the things that Planet Fitness I think does really well is understand where we want to show up at certain times of the year and and how we're going to attract certain audiences. So one of the ways that we create our own Super Bowl is through our program with New Year's Eve. And it's such an important time of year for us as it is for most um, brands and businesses in the fitness industry. And as we think about really owning uh, an event or a night, uh, we have been able to do that um, through our partnership with uh, Dick Clark Productions, with Times Square Alliance. Those are entities that allow us to be great partners, but show up um, in every broadcast, essentially, for New Year's Eve, driving the awareness um, before the really, really critical January timeframe. Um, and we've been able to do that successfully um, for nine years now. The other thing that is really interesting for us, and it's a bit different, but it really targets um, a key audience for us in Gen Z, our program that we launch every summer called High School Summer Pass. And we've been able to create this program and really get a lot of buzz around it. So it's a little bit different than a singular night and something that kicks off a key time of year, um, but something that the brand has created and been able to welcome in millions and millions of teens every summer, introduce them to the brand and allow them to make fitness a part of their life really early on in their journey. 
Yes, I love that. I love New Year's Eve. I love High School Summer Pass. Such great programs. So let's dive into New Year's 24 for a second. Uh, Planet Fitness just launched a campaign with Megan the Stallion around big fitness energy for all. Can you tell us a little bit about how that connects to the red thread you were previously talking about and what excites you most about this campaign? Yeah, absolutely. We um, are huge fans over here of Megan Thee Stallion and know how much she prioritizes fitness, uh, but not, not only the physical, but the mental aspect of that. And so as we were having conversations with her, we thought, you know, what there is no better person um, to represent us than, than Megan. And um, we've been able to weave in this idea of, you know, breaking down the barriers and allowing Megan to come to life as mother fitness and really rescuing people from some of the, you know, unfortunate um, environments that they're in created by a very intimidating industry and how Planet Fitness, the judgment-free zone, is the solution to that. And she does that in her own way and allows us to, you know, talk about our brand message, allow her to be her amazing self and really help us at a, at a critical time of the year and marrying this idea of, you know, energy and music and, you know, her authentic personality um, really allowed this campaign to come to life. And we've been able to not only execute in, in traditional advertising, uh, but it's come to life in social and um, in our local markets, as well as um, a New Year's Eve performance from the Planet Fitness stage in Times Square, which was really special um, for us to see her, you know, bring to life um, some of, you know, her amazing tracks and some of her new tracks. So it's been a, a great partnership uh, so far. We just launched it and, and can't wait to do more. No, that's great. Um, I've got one final question from me. Um, that, you know, all the marketers that are out there listening uh, would love to see if you could provide them some inspiration because it is such an inspirational story, what you've done at Planet Fitness. Um, and I'd love to, if you could talk just a little bit about your super fans and what they love most about your brand and how are you planning on building on that in 2024? Um, it's a great question. And the thing that I believe keeps people coming um, to Planet Fitness and also coming back to Planet Fitness if, if they've, you know, taken a break is this idea of environment. And we talked a bit about this at the beginning, how we really value the judgment-free zone and welcoming people in. And we hear all the time that Planet Fitness is a place that people feel comfortable, whether they're joining a gym for the first time or returning to fitness after a bit of a break. And it's something that we make sure is communicated in all of our advertising and so throughout this year um, and many years to come really looking at ways we can further break down the barriers to fitness so whether that's affordability or whether that's location or that's something that we can provide in the club to bring more people into our brand it's something that we talk about every single day is at the heart of um, every single meeting that we're in um, and it's something that has been a part of the brand since day one and, and is going to continue to be. And it's something that the members value um, beyond, you know, beyond price. Um, so it's, it's, it's something that everyone in this building at PFHQ is super passionate about. Um, it's something that's really going to drive the work as we go forward. 
That is awesome. Um, as you know, that's that's a little bit of inspiration. I everyone's focusing right now. Uh, it's January, so resolutions are the season, right? Mm-hmm. As you look uh, to 2024, um, you've accomplished so much. Uh, you know, going back to the beginning of the podcast since since your start. So, as you look to 2024, do you have any personal goals as you look forward this year? Yes, um, a lot of personal and professional goals, um, and I'm I'm still um, very motivated to make sure it, we as Planet Fitness achieve them and I achieve them as, as you know a professional. But one of the one of the things that we're really challenging um, each other on is this idea of taking risks and showing up in unique places and talking about the brand um, in a unique way. Launching with Megan the Stallion in January is definitely one of those things. We know she is a great brand brand fit, but we did it in a really fun, unique way that uh, we've never we've never done before, and we're able to integrate her and um, her beliefs into how authentic that fits with Planet Fitness. And so, we really want to challenge ourselves to take more of those risks in 2024 and and into 2025 to show up in unique places, show up with unique partners, and bring more people into fitness, which is our ultimate goal. Agree. Do you, do you think Megan was a risk? <laughs> a calculated one, absolutely. I love that. I love that so much. Is there um, any any advice on how you would tell a marketer to, to take a risk? How, what, how do you go about a calculated risk? Oh, Julie, great question. So I think understanding the why behind it, and if you can justify how that fits with your brand, how that fits with your strategy, then go for it. And if you're not taking risks and things don't make you nervous, then you're not doing your job. And um, it's sometimes a hard thing to wrap your head around, but um, we are really pushing ourselves to do that more so than ever. Um, We're definitely a risk-taking brand, but you know, how can, how can we show up differently is always our challenge. Totally agree. I tell everyone, uh, if you're, if you're not getting a little nervous, then I think you've gotten too comfortable. So I totally agree with you. We should always be taking risk and feeling a little nervous about whatever we're doing. Absolutely. We so appreciate having you today and, and thank you so much for, for taking the time, Jamie. Oh, it was a pleasure. I always love talking to my friends at Barkley. Thank you for having me. Thank you. This is the part of the podcast we call Brand Battles, where we pit two brands against each other, score them on a performance framework we call the Whole Brand Index, and declare one of them a winner in the marketplace. This week, Planet Fitness faces Peloton, two of the most influential brands in the fitness category. Our chief provocateur and creator of the Whole Brand Index, Dave Gutting, breaks it down for us. In this episode of Brand Battles, we visit what has been a strenuous face-off between two season contenders in the fitness category. Planet Fitness versus Peloton. Of course, these two brands approach the category from two different directions. Peloton is all about curating and amplifying the fitness experience. On-trend affluent millennials feed its success. On the other hand, Planet Fitness, the brand for the other 80%, just shows up every day with a dedicated mission to free gym goers from the oppression of fitness rules. And for that, Planet Fitness keeps on winning. No other gym brand save 24-hour fitness, comes close to them. But Peloton does. It's like Ali versus Frazier. 
two heavyweights slugging it out round after round. The technical, the technical scorecard looks like an even match, but in the end, Planet Fitness is Ali, and by the fourth, 15th round, they've worn out their opponent. In our scoring, the two brands are head-to-head -head on the five dimensions of the whole brand index, with just, th just three tiny decimal points favoring Peloton. But in the marketplace outcomes, Planet Fitness has their opponent on the ropes by a score of 44 to 35, a bit more than 25% better. What gives here? Both brands get a lift from having a strong sense of purpose and mission in the eyes of consumers. On our overall brand dimensions, it's a virtual draw. But when it comes to overall market performance, and our regression model shows that Planet Fitness is a consistent overperformer while Peloton underperforms. That could be statistical noise, but it's been a persistent trend throughout the years. While Peloton is formidable, Planet Fitness outscores them on several important brand dimensions, including workforce support, ease of access, and design distinction. In marketplace results, they also win on willingness to pay more, on brand buzz, and on the steady increase in usage. That may seem counterintuitive because Peloton is such an it brand, but Planet Fitness shows up every day, never lays back, and just wears them down over the long haul. Now there's talk that their biggest threat is, wait for it, Ozempic. I don't think so. My money in the long game stays with Planet Fitness. So Planet Fitness wins on accessibility, purpose, and the knack for distinction. I promise, no extra love was given to our client, but we are proud of their victory in this week's brand battle. Well, that wraps up our episode of This Modern Brand, a podcast by Barkley. We hope you guys enjoyed it. If you did, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Amazon Music. For more stories and insights on how to build brands people love, visit us at barkleyus.com. I'm Jason Parks. Thanks for listening.